Today is August 2nd, 2018, and welcome to our daily crypto newsflash, where we keep you up to date in the crypto world in a short and sweet manner. So for today's topics, we're going to talk about several juicy topics like NEO's proposed changes that has everybody up in arms, Square's Bitcoin sales profits, and also tickets for the first ever blockchain music festival happening in San Francisco soon. For all of that and more juicy crypto topics, then keep on listening. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin, one of many influencers on the BFE team, and here to bring you the latest crypto news in a short and sweet manner. So before diving into the news today, let's just take a quick look at the crypto markets. It's pretty sideways today, with Bitcoin sitting at roughly $7,589, with a roughly 0.45% change, Ethereum at roughly $412, at minus 0.84% change, and total crypto markets sitting at $267 billion, 24-hour volume at 13.2 billion, and BTC dominance still pretty high at 48.7%, close to 50% dominance, so Bitcoin is definitely acting strong. So just on a higher level view, Bitcoin was sitting comfortably above 8,000, but then had a recent drop a few days ago, and it's been sitting at that new level. Hopefully it'll go up from here, but we'll have to keep watching closely to see what happens if the bulls win or if the bears win. The first topic I want to chat about today is about NEO, one of the most popular coins in the crypto world. Now, if you don't remember, NEO is indivisible right now. That means you can't divide NEO. You can't have like 0.25 NEO. You can on exchanges because they're all just numbers in a database, but actually having NEO in their wallets, you need full numbers. So when the co-founders came out proposing changes to that structure, a lot of people were pissed off and wanted to keep it indivisible, keep it the same. And people have said, quote, divisible NEO is big BS. I would never vote for that. Price will go to trash if they do that. Now, why are they trying to change a good thing? Well, because the founders think that there's a problem right now that just holding NEO gets you gas. You can just stake it and let it sit there. But it doesn't incentivize participation, doesn't incentivize voting. And hypothetically, you can just have black hole addresses with NEO sitting there gathering gas forever and you'll run out of gas but it'll never be used because they lost their keys for example. So they kind of want to change it and they're proposing different methods. We'll see how the people react to that but of course people have gotten used to this two token model of NEO and gas the way it is. So I understand why they're not happy with proposed changes. So next up, I want to talk about Square. If you don't remember, Square is the one that makes it easy for small businesses and vendors to accept payments from people. Like food trucks oftentimes use Square. But they added Bitcoin to their solution lately. One reason being that their founder, Jack Dorsey, is a big proponent of cryptocurrencies. And they reported $37 million in revenue from Bitcoin sales in the second quarter of 2018. So this is huge news, seeing their Bitcoin sales profits nearly double compared to Q1. So it's going well and Square will continue to support Bitcoin and hopefully other cryptocurrencies, making it a boon for adoption in the crypto space. Next up, I want to chat about the first music festival set to be powered by blockchain tech. And it's called Our Music Festival in San Francisco. And they want to process booking fees on a live blockchain app built on the Ethereum blockchain. And tickets are relatively reasonably priced at like $25 to $29. And it's headlined by Blau, a pretty popular EDM artist that I've even heard of. And he is passionate about his music, of course, but he's also passionate about crypto. So he's put a lot of his music on hold to focus on this project. And his idea is to use crypto to streamline the music market 
and cut out various middlemen in the industry and to make it better for people like you and I who attend music festivals or other concerts so that we don't have to deal with people driving up the price, scammers, scalpers, etc. I really like his idea and his passion for crypto and hope him the best in his endeavor. Next up, I want to take a look at the SEC subpoenaing more businesses involved in blockchain pivots. A beverage maker called Long Blockchain made headlines last year when they kind of announced that they're going to move their business over to blockchain and change their name as well. And their stock surged because of it, because of all the crypto frenzy and hype attached to it. And so they've been subpoenaed by the SEC to look into this because honestly, this is kind of shady, right? They're just trying to take advantage of the hype, even when most likely their business model pivot was not genuine. And so the SEC is trying to stop these companies from doing this. And I think that's a good thing because you should have genuine reasons for using blockchain, not just to try to get your stock to soar and get a lot of money and get Lambos, right? I think most reasonable investors in the space can agree with this, even if we don't like too much regulations and overbearing SEC as a whole. However, not all blockchain-related businesses are just bound to soar like long blockchains. And this brings us to the next story, and that is Mike Novogratz, a prominent crypto investor's crypto-focused bank, plunged in price during trading debut in a Canadian stock exchange. So it plunged 20%, which is a pretty big plunge. And so for his sake, I hope it recovers. But then again, just because something is crypto related doesn't mean it's necessarily golden and will do successfully regardless of the market, regardless of what they're doing. And next up is a little bit of drama from the United Kingdom. A UK MP resigns from two positions that he held in kind of advisory roles for blockchain related groups and companies because media investigations happened and found out that he had supposedly an undisclosed pay deal for like various ICOs that he was supposedly affiliated with and it was by Financial Times and they discovered that he was supposed to receive hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of tokens from various ICOs, even though he was listed as an unpaid role. And so of course there's some like lawyer talk and various confusing stuff going along there, but either way, it did not look good. It looked like a conflict of interest and him using his power in politics to get himself monetary benefits. So that's why he decided to just cut it off and just resign to make that not an issue moving forward. And last but not least in today's news topics, I want to chat about the Philippines coming close to releasing new regulations about how their companies can raise funds as part of ICOs. Now, the Philippines also has an SEC that kind of drafted rules about ICOs and is looking for public feedback now. And it's interesting because they are by default declaring all ICOs as securities unless their issuers can prove otherwise. And so this is to protect investors because if tokens are not securities, then they don't have to be governed by the Philippines SEC. So they need to register and then give a lot of information and also have legal opinion to justify why it's not a security. After that, the Philippines SEC will issue a decision on whether the proposed ICO is a securities or not, and then they can go ahead from there. It's also a rule of exemption that if it's only going to be issued to like 20 people or institutional investors, then it doesn't have to do this registration process. I think this whole thing is good because more clarity, once again, is better for companies wanting to do ICOs, wanting to partake in this revolutionary new way to raise capital, 
So hopefully other countries will do the same as the Philippines and other countries around the world that are putting out regulations clearly for companies to follow so they don't need to get sued or have to refund people later if they do things that are harmful to investors like you and I. Okay, everybody, that was it. This is Kevin. I hope you enjoyed today's daily crypto newsflash. I'm going to be on again tomorrow, so please follow along, subscribe to these podcasts so that you can get them as soon as they come out. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll catch you guys next time.